You're listening to Pim Talk, the product marketing podcast, brought to you by InRiver. Welcome to PIM Talk, the podcast for product marketers, merchandisers, and PIM professionals. And every second Tuesday, we come together to share knowledge, experiences, and challenges to be able to create even better product stories. Maybe you're wondering what PIM is. PIM is a software that is all about managing all product marketing information in one place to create a rich customer experience in all channels and shorten time to market. And if you're new to PIM, check out our first episode, What is PIM? I'm your host, Thomas Schwabberg. I'm the creative director at InRiver, and we want to do this podcast for you and with you. So please contact us and tell us what topics you would like us to cover, what guests you would like to have on the show, or maybe you want to contribute in any way. So you can email us at pimtalk at inriver.com or send a message on Twitter at pimtalkpodcast. At InRiver, we have something called the InRiver Champions Program that features a small amount of professionals around the world that have shown particular knowledge about the InRiver platform, but also do a great contribution to the InRiver community. And in this episode, we're going to talk to two of them, both Danny and Matthew from Absolunet. And my colleague Peter from our Chicago office is actually going to do the interview. So let's get on with the talk. Well, in today's episode of PIM Talk, I'm joined by my colleague Peter uh, at the show. So, um, hi, Peter. Welcome. Hello, Thomas. So, maybe you just could tell us about uh, what you do at InRiver. You're at the Chicago office, right? That's correct. Yes. I'm a uh, business solutions architect uh, here in the uh, Chicago office. Um, I work with our North American partners and customers to ensure um, and to facilitate uh, successful implementations. Okay. And how long have you been with us at InRiver? I have been with InRiver just under two years, coming up on my two-year anniversary very soon. Okay. Great. I know that you have uh, been wanted to do this episode here uh, where we have invited two of our InRiver champions from AppsoluNet. So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about the background and, and what, why you wanted to, to do this episode. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, as the amount of implementations in the United States and North America are going up, um, you know, we wanted to get a sense uh, from our best and uh, you know, most senior partners in North America to find out what are they doing uh, that makes them so successful. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I wanted to talk to Danny and to Mathieu from AbsoluteNet, uh, who uh, are uh, a part of our most successful partners and have uh, worked through many of our implementations um, to find out what their secrets are. Yeah, great. And I thought that you could do the interview this time. So um, take it away, Peter. All right. Thanks, Thomas. Will do. Um, so, uh, you know, just wanted to say hi to you, uh, uh, Danny and Matthew, and, uh, you know, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, uh, today. Um, if you can start off, uh, by telling us just a bit about yourselves, uh, how long have you been with AbsoluteNet, um, and how many implementations have you been a part of? 
Great. Uh, thank you for having us. Uh, so this is uh, Matthew speaking. Um, myself, I've been with Absolnet for about eight years now. Uh, at first, I was a UX uh, specialist. Um, so I was doing mostly uh, wireframe work and things like that and for our clients. Uh, but I've been working with PIM for about uh, five years now. Uh, so, so my my background, I have uh, I've worked for uh, before working with Absolunet, I was working with a sporting goods retailer in Canada, and we did build our first uh, a tool uh, to manage product information. So even at that time, I didn't know I was working with PIM, but we actually built our kind of our own PIM to to manage product information to be able to push that to our websites. Uh, so that I, so when I learned about InRiver and, and PIM, I immediately got what it meant and what the benefits were. Uh, so, so yeah, so it's, it's been a, it's been a blast working with our clients, uh, implementing in river for, I think I've worked on 10 to 15 different implementation, uh, as of now. So, so yeah, so that's a bit of my background. Danny, maybe you want to speak for yourself? Yes. So on my side, uh, I've been working with Absunet for almost nine years now. So, uh, like Matthew, I, I was certified in river developer five years ago and I, been working within River since that certification. So I was hired as a, as a web developer and uh, web development is basically pretty much the same throughout projects, uh, but with PIM, it's, it's really different. So I, uh, I, I really like that and um, I'm keep going and I, I really like uh, developing with, uh, within River. Great. Yeah. And it's uh, interesting that you guys, uh, you know, have such kind of uh, you know, different backgrounds. And, and what I find unique about your organization is that you guys have, uh, you know, two people uh, that are, you know, within the PIM practice lead role. Um, so I just, you know, starting off, uh, and this is a question for both of you guys, when did you step into the role of a PIM practice lead at Absolute Men? Uh, on my side, it was two years ago in 2017. Yeah, me. I've been it's been a, about a year now that I've been assigned that, to that role. Um, so, so uh, the difference between me and Danny is I'm mostly on the business side, so like a business analyst role, uh, and we have uh, what we call here PIM experts, which are basically uh, we could say a business business analyst um, that are assigned to the different projects that we are working on. So uh, we have four different PIM experts, and I actually work with them on on making sure that we have a, a good uh, a good practice uh, and making sure that we, we follow the uh, all the best practices around the PIM implementations. Yeah, and on my side, I'm more on the technical side. You can see it as a, maybe a technical lead, but uh, doing more stuff like operational stuff as well. But uh, I'm basically working with all the dev team with all the in river. Dev team. Got it. And, and, you know, if you can give me a little uh, bit of background, this is also for the both of you. You know, what does it mean to you to be a practice lead uh, for PIM implementations? Right. So for, for, for on my side, uh, the practice lead is, is the one that oversees the different projects to make sure that we're using all the best practice as far as the, um, the, uh, the business side of things go so so like uh, any strategy um, that, that uh, the client might have we want we try to understand that and basically want to make sure that the client 
as the best possible implementation of the PIM uh, and can benefit from all the different features. So, so uh, as a practice lead, I make sure that all the different projects and, and I assist all the different PIM experts if they, if they need uh, assistance, uh, if they want to review some of the some of the, uh, the, the maybe the new features that uh, that Inriver is coming up with that we want to analyze. Okay, is this something? Is it, is that a good good fit for my client? So we're trying to understand what new features can be used for each client, uh, but also uh, during implementation. Well, what are the best practice around uh, doing the model, uh, making sure that we're leveraging the good the good platforms for the right job. So, so for one example would be if we have a lot, if a client does a lot of promotions and they need to have on their website uh, a lot of, uh, of uh, well, different categories, which usually would be channel nodes within the PIM. Uh, but since they're driven by pricing and they're very time sensitive, uh, we would say that this mo- will likely more go more in the, in the website. Uh, but if there, the, the client has some needs around the metadata and, and the assets and the way that they're they're linked to the products because of the different metadata, then this is something definitely that we should do in the PIM and not on on the website. So we 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 try to get uh, to get the, the best practices uh, um, and make sure that the, our client uh, le- leverages them correctly, and we make sure that all the different teams working on the uh, on the different PIM project know about those best practices. Uh, so we'll be doing some training, onboarding, ramping up all the staff, and increase their PIM knowledge to make sure that um, they, they're 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 using the PIM to its most efficient way. Got it. And, and that's great. Um, I was wondering if you could kind of tell me a bit about like, what does the, you know, the practice at Absolute LetNet look like? You know, you've got yourself in the role as practice lead. You guys are working at on many different implementations at the same time. Um, you know, what do your teams look like? How do you decide, uh, you know, what sort of team gets placed on what sort of project and, and what is your involvement in those projects? So I, I can answer that one on the technical side. So as a technical PIM practice lead, I'm not directly working, developing in in the projects. I'm I'm more helping the the, the, the dev team. So it's mostly on the design session with teams. Uh, I also and also I make sure that team I make sure that all your implementation are using the right and the latest feature optimizing performance the performance is really important for us so uh, it's really important that they use the right function and the um, and it can import and export like thousands of entities in a trivial time also the the code the, the code standard is really important um, it's it's really important that if a project change team then the, the, the second team is not lo- is not lost in the project if you're using the same code standard, then everyone can just take the project and keep working forward with uh, on it. Yeah, that's great. And, and I was actually wondering, kind of, if you could speak a little bit about, you know, Absolute Net's, you know, core connectors and how you keep that uh, core standard uh, across all of your different projects. It's called the AMI. It means Absolute Net Module for InRiver. So it's more than a connect. Then connectors, it's our fr- framework. Using this framework, we're able to create on-premise and IPMC compatible extension by creating interfaces above remoting API. 
Also, we optimize extension creating using, well, optimize creation creation using Visual Studio template. So we have kind of a our own Visual Studio templates. So every time that a team needs to create a new extension, they just click on the, the new project, select the extension. It's and it's creating all the base using the AMI. So uh, the team save like 30 minutes to an hour for each extension. So it's it's really uh, optimized. Uh, also, we have a base connector class and a base connector setting class that allows us to automatically add validation on setting values. So the extension connectors is really important. For that, you need to uh, to configure right extension settings. So uh, we add many validation on uh, on those settings. It's really important for us again. And of course, we have plenty of plug and play reusable extension. We have an inside connector, Magento connector, SFTC connector. It's all plug and play. And of course, we can customize it for uh, client custom needs. Yeah, and that's that's amazing to me. Uh, you know, just how many. Uh, you know, plug and play and reusable connectors that you guys have created. Um, would you say that these reusable connectors act as an accelerator for your implementation projects? Oh yeah, of course. So we are able to, uh, even if the model is really different from client to client because of custom needs again, we are able to uh, to use those connectors for each client. And as I said, we can customize it. So instead of redoing the connector again and again, we kind of use this base and uh, transform, change whatever we need uh, before the export. You're listening to PIM Talk, the product marketing podcast. And after this short break, Peter is going to continue interview Danny and Matthew about how it is being a PIM lead and setting up that practice. PIM stands for Product Information Management and InRiver stands for PIM. Want to learn more about how your organization can benefit from PIM software? We've put together a free white paper where you can learn what you need to know about how your e-commerce platform can benefit from PIM. Go to www.pimtalk.com to download a free guide to help you better understand how PIM can work for you. That's www.pimtalk.com. As a PIM practice lead, um, and this is a question for the both of you, um, you know, when it comes to developing your statement of work or when it comes to, you know, conceptualizing a project, uh, what is the impact of these kind of core connectors and the core solution that you guys uh, have created uh, when it comes to, you know, coming up with how a project is going to look like a project plan and timing? That's a good question. Um, the, uh, the 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 way that we're doing uh, most of our projects is uh, we usually have two different phases. So there's the discovery phase where we will do the different workshops with uh, the client to really understand uh, their business, uh, what are their goals and what they are trying to achieve and how the PIM fits within that organization and with their, their current structure. Um, so this first phase usually is is more, there's just SOW for that, and we're we're doing the work of uh, doing the analysis and making sure that we have everything we need uh, once we start the implementation phase. And so we will have a second SOW at that point. 
so all the different connectors and and the different uh, accelerators that Danny were was uh, discussing, these are all considered when we're when we're doing the analysis uh, for the implementation phase and see what can we leverage of our existing tools, what needs to be customized for the uh, specific needs of the client. And is there maybe sometime there are some completely new connectors or new custom development that we will need to do to achieve what the client is trying to do with their implementation. So this I get would be the the overall <laughs> the, the overall view of how we're we're handling uh, most of our PIM uh, PIM projects. Great, and I, I really like the way that you guys separate kind of the discovery phase, understanding your customers' requirements. Uh, before moving into the implementation phase and having that second SOW that leverages those core connectors. I think that is one of the things that we find um, our customers really appreciate about your uh, practice and implementations. Um, a question for you guys, and uh, this is also for the both of you. Um, when it comes to being a practice lead, and um, what is your role throughout the process? Are you involved, you know, prior to the beginning of the project um are you or, or more are you more heavily involved uh once the project has uh, begun and the discovery sow um has been signed on my side uh the, the way that uh, we're currently working is so so depending on the the needs of the let's say we have a prospect that is looking into into pim um and, and so the sales team at that point might need some of our help to to close the deal. So at that point we can come into uh, into the sales cycle, um, do a demo uh, sometime with your help, within Rivers' help. Um, sometimes we handle it on our own and use our own environments to showcase some of the features of InRiver and how we think it's going to help that prospect. Uh, so the, at that point, it's the uh, the sales the sales team that will contact us and ask for help uh, on this front. So sometimes uh, it's going to be more of a technical challenge. So maybe it's Danny who will be more involved in the in that process, or maybe one of our architects uh, here at Absolutenet that will also help. Uh, sometimes if it's uh, it's really business related, then I'll be looking at it, or one of the PIM experts will be helping the sales team to uh, to close that deal. So that's that's one one way that we're we're getting involved. Uh, once the project project has been signed, um, it's usually assigned to one of our PIM experts to to do the um, to to do the discovery phase. Um, so the PIM expert and, and will will be helped by by us by by me, Danny, uh, anyone that also has work on uh, on the cell in the cell cycle to be, to really understand what what has been sold, but also what are the needs of the client to, to really prepare for, for the discovery phase and the workshops. Um, so we'll be involved in, uh, in, in, in some way or another in most of the different uh, discovery phases. And when we start implementation, um, I think Danny already spoke about how he was involved with the different teams and making sure that the, uh, everything, everything uh, the team needs are documented and also that he can provide some help. Uh, but on the, the business side, uh, on the, the modeling, et cetera, there, there's always the PIM expert that started the discovery that will follow, um, follow up with the team afterwards in the implementation phase to make sure that we're doing the model in the right way, that we're, we're uh, 
that the other team understand uh, the different uh, needs and how how each each pieces fit together basically. Yeah, on the technical side, I on on the sales, I'm I'm just involved like uh, when the 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 sales rep needs uh, a big high estimate uh, on a big feature. But mostly uh, I'm involved with the dev team and when they need my input, they will uh, invite me to their re- re- refinement. So we are agile at Absolunet and when they are doing a refinement, then I can give my input uh, on how they should tackle this uh, this custom need, this feature, this story. And doing that, I'm also able to see all the um, well, the features throughout the company on the, on on the universe side. So I'm able to see if two teams are developing maybe the same feature. So when that happens, then I can uh, maybe just use take that feature and put it in the AMI. So we only develop this feature once, and it's has been used twice. And if we need it a third time in the future, and then we can reuse it. So we try to not redevelop uh, something twice at Absolutenet. Yeah, that's great. And uh, I really like the fact that you know you guys are taking this approach of you know, solving a customer's need and then deciding uh, that this you know customization that you've created or the solution that you've created should become a part of your you know as you call it AMI. Um, you know, how do you decide when a specific customer, uh, or when a specific connector or customization should become a part of your core offering? Mostly when, as soon as two clients has the same need, or we can see in the, in the future roadmap that this is really in demand, then we, uh, we put it in the AMI. Uh, we try to be proactive. Uh, like the, it, it was the case with the SFC connector. So in the pipeline, we had three clients needed uh, the SFC connector. So we uh, we started before any uh, client was signed because we we want to be ready. And sometimes it's also just common sense, right? So if we see that a feature is is something, maybe it's a really basic thing or it's really small thing, but it's it's generic enough that okay, this is something that could be part of the AMI because it's even if it's just one client using it right now, it's it's really uh, something that can be uh, can be customized and easily implemented for for the same need for other clients in in the future. Then we'll add it to the AMI right away. Yeah, that's great. And I, I feel like, you know, your position at the, you know, having an influence and see overseeing all of these implementations has really, I think, grow, you know, led to the development of such a robust uh, AMI system. Um, at least that's my impression uh, from all of this. Um, my last question for you guys today is that, you know, AbsoluteNet, you guys have won Partner of the Year in North America for five years in a row. Uh, what would, in your opinion, and this question is for both of you, is your secret to success? To me, it's uh, having a solid team to create a perfect model and a product lifecycle that the client needs. So this is really important. and It's the base of every project. So this is on uh, Matthew's side. He has a great team. So they are doing a, a good job to to, um, to think and in, integrate the uh, the perfect model and the product lifecycle. 
Also on the technical side is create performant and stable connectors. So it's really important that those connectors can, like I said in the, in the beginning, import and export thousands of entities in a trivial time and those connectors don't crash. Also, uh, I think we have a solid onboarding process for all new developers. So we are hiring a lot of new developers. We have to train them on the, uh, on the inner development. Uh, so we did a, um, e-learning system. It's called LMS. So they are on board. They listen to courses and then they can practice on a, um, kind of a onboarding project. So they can, they can test in your in, in my opinion, I think in two weeks, they are ready to uh, integrate a team and start on, uh, on, on another project. And lastly, on my side is using an internal framework to reuse features as most as possible. Uh, and again, it's really important that the AMI, the internal framework is using the latest practice. Yeah. If I can add to that, uh, I think. It's, it's really a team effort, right? So it's from the, right from the sales process all the way to the implementation and delivery of the project. Um, we have the key people that are involved at the right moment and we're trying to leverage uh, the, all the, all the uh, expertise of everyone at Subsonet. So something we, we we haven't really talked about this. PIM is one facet of everything that we offer here at Subsonet, right? We're an e-commerce agency, so we're, we do also um, a lot of website implementations. We have a service team, digital experts in, in e-commerce, uh, marketing, SEO, UX, design, email, measure, analytics. So. So we try to get uh, everyone from each team that that has um, that adds value for the client and the project to 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 participate in the, the delivery of that of that project. So and I think we're pretty efficient at what we do, and mostly I think we have success because we help our customers achieve the success that they that they require. So having happy customers and customers that have that have had some success implementing PIM, I think makes makes us uh, makes us a, a great uh, agency to work with, and makes what part part of us, our success is coming from that. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. My pleasure. Right now, actually, you can meet us at IRCE in Chicago. It's the biggest internet retailer fair in the world and uh, we will also do a webinar uh, on july 17th about how does pim pave the path towards single source of the truth so you can sign up to that from our website uh, in munich germany we're going to be at an event with microsoft the microsoft digital success academy and on the 10th of september in Hertogen Boch, Netherlands. We're going to have a breakfast seminar together with our partner Seitak about how will the future world of PIM impact the shopper's behavior. And it's going to be about artificial intelligence with specialists from Microsoft. Also, our product manager Emil Eriksson will share how and where and when AI and machine learning will play a role in the world of product information management. Then we have the Episerver Ascend in Denmark on September 12th. And if we're going to look a bit ahead, um, also September 18th, the big event for us in Americas, Pinpoint Americas in Chicago. 
It's going to be a great event. Really looking forward to that. And we're going to have more information about that in Pimp Talk uh, further on. And if we look to next year, the Pinpoint Summit in Malmö, Sweden on 1st and 2nd of April. So put in, in your calendars already. Thank you for listening. For feedback, tips and questions, you can email us at pimtalk at nirriver.com or message us at pimtalkpodcast at Twitter. Please, if you like the show, go into iTunes and give us a good review. And if you would like to see some behind-the-scenes material, bloopers and live streams, you can follow Pimtalk on Instagram. See you again in two weeks. Bye. Let's talk about him.